the Public News Service Daily Newscast, January the 21st, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. More than 200 business owners are calling on others to support federal reforms to strengthen election laws. Senate Democrats were unable to change the filibuster rules on Wednesday night in order to pass legislation to expand voting access across the country. Barry Sick owns Naturepedic, an organic mattress company in Northeast Ohio, and is a member of the American Sustainable Business Network. He says businesses understand a functioning economy relies on a functioning democracy, and that, he says, requires citizen involvement. If I may be a little bit harsh, we can't just trust government to do the right thing. We need citizen participation. We want a society where everybody's treated equal, everybody has a chance to succeed. Voting rights is one part of that. The bill defeated in the Senate would have established minimum federal voting standards. It was a response to dozens of bills passed in GOP-controlled states that Democrats argue were designed to make it harder to vote. Mary Sherman reporting. Meantime, a new wave of Arizona voters in the 2020 election changed the normally conservative state to one where progressive candidates and ideas have a fighting chance. Some are feeling deserted by Senator Kristen Sinema's vote Wednesday night against changing the Senate filibuster. The move essentially blocked Democrats' efforts to pass new voting rights legislation. Dozens of supporters, including the powerful Emily's List Political Action Committee, say they're reevaluating or outright pulling their support. Roy Tatum, political director of the group Our Voice, Our Vote, says Cinema has left many of her supporters scratching their heads. We feel that she's abandoned those of us who supported her. I've had a number of conversations with her directly around some of the specific issues that we were dealing with, and I had no idea that she would just be so distant. Cinema says while she supports the Freedom to Vote Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, she refuses to modify the filibuster in order to pass them with a simple majority. Cinema's election to the Senate, along with fellow Democrat Mark Kelly, was hailed as proof that conservatives had lost their tight grip on Arizona politics. I'm Mark Richardson. And from the Hill, the U.S. Supreme Court Thursday rebuffed abortion providers' latest legal maneuver in their challenge to the Texas six-week ban which has sharply reduced abortion access in the state since taking effect nearly five months ago. The order issued without comment was unsigned, but appeared to divide the court along ideological lines, with the court's three liberal justices writing in dissent. The Hill notes an issue as a procedural fight over which tier of the lower federal courts the case should return to after a divided Supreme Court ruled last month that abortion providers could contest the ban in federal court and list Texas state licensing officials as defendants. This is PNS. And if the state of Iowa wants to create a healthier outcome for its residents, advocates say there are steps policymakers can take right now to make it happen. As the legislative session takes shape, there are calls to extend postpartum health coverage for new mothers under Medicaid, which in Iowa ends after 60 days. But the federal government is now giving states the option to extend the coverage to 12 months. The American Heart Association, Stacy Freeland, says that would make a big preventative health difference. If you think about heart disease and stroke and how many mothers are impacted, mothers and babies. Supporters say this type of expansion would help reduce racial disparities in maternal health. At the same time, groups like the Heart Association worry about proposals to add requirements for people receiving public assistance. Bill sponsors say they're needed to improve management of the programs and avoid federal fines, but critics say they'll hurt access. 
Health priorities are the topic in a virtual day of action on January 26th. I'm Mike Mellon. Right now, only 6% of Iowa kids under age 3 who qualify have access to Head Start. Healthcare workers at an Oregon hospital have achieved what they say is a win after several strikes in recent months. More on that from Eric Tegadoff. Nearly 300 workers and members of Service Employees International Union Local 49 at McKinsey Willamette Medical Center in Springfield are celebrating increases in their pay, their health subsidies, and education fund. SEIU Local 49 members went on strike in October and December, including Aaron Gordon, a certified nursing assistant at the hospital. It took a lot for us to go out twice. But it gave management the push to understand where we're coming from and to see we're out here to support our community and our community came out to support us and that helped get the message through to them. The workers represent a wide array of professions, including emergency room technicians, physical therapists, and social workers. Finally, we learn from our Lily Bulky, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers plans to use federal funds for a project to keep invasive carp out of the Great Lakes. It's proposing nearly $226 million from the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act for the Brandon Road Lock and Dam Project in Joliet. Don Jodry with the Alliance for the Great Lakes says the carp crowd out native aquatic species and have been moving up the Mississippi River and into the Illinois River. He says the project would modify the existing dam and locks to make it easier to prevent invasive species from passing through. The Great Lakes have suffered over the years from invasive aquatic species like zebra and quagga mussels and things like this. And so the concern is if the carp move into the Great Lakes system, that they're going to be detrimental to the fishing and recreational industries that are up there. This is Mike Clifford, and thank you for wrapping up your week with Public News Service. Member and listener supported. We're heard on interesting radio stations. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.